Hi, and welcome to episode 43 of C3 Crystals, Cauldrons, and Cocktails. I'm Ren, and no, I am not back, but I am just introducing this episode. Today, River is going to talk about ritual baths. I hope you enjoy. And today, it is just me, River, today. Ren is still unable to work with us, although I think she's starting to get a handle on her caseload, her caseload, her workload at... Um, at school. So hopefully she will be joining us in the near future. So today I'm going to talk about ritual baths. For me, it's that time of year where I love a warm bath. And so it got me thinking, you know, this could be a a witchy thing. Why not turn it into a witchy thing? So ritual baths, the point of a ritual bath is to shift energy that that's the point you're looking for an energy shift or a manifestation usually internal but it could be a manifestation out externally as well i mean think about it a bath is a time when you're relaxing and you have time just to yourself how rare is that especially those mothers and fathers of younger kids out there it's a time to focus on yourself feed your inner goddess or gods whichever and you know why not make it a thing why not turn it into something witchy or spiritual? But first, let's talk about the history of ritual baths. On the surface level, baths are just like any other kind of bath, with the purpose being to get clean. Uh, back in the past, they didn't have running water for showers and that kind of thing. So a bath was the way to go. In today's world, I mean, We already kind of make a bath a thing anyway. You know, you've got your candles and your glass of wine or your cocktail, uh, that kind of thing. But ritual bathing goes deeper than just, it's not just a bath. Ancient Romans, they used to have those bathhouses, you remember? And people not only soaked, relaxed, and got clean, but it was also a social thing. They actually met in the baths got naked together, talked together. It was a social uh, thing as well as trying to get clean. Uh, Group bathing still exists in the form of Japanese Sinto baths, Slavic banyas, and Nordic hot springs. Uh, Most importantly, all those places have layers of meanings attached to them. So in in addition to cleaning the physical body, these practices were also meant to relax and rejuvenate the mind and spirit. Think about the medicinal hot springs all over the world and how people travel thousands of miles to go and soak in those waters that are believed to be medicinal or youth giving or uh, just rejuvenation of some kind. So in modern times, simple A simple bath can re-energize you after a hard day at work, or it can make you feel safe after experiencing something potentially dangerous. Like, have have you ever had some creep follow you and you just felt really bad vibes? Ren is very good at, at, at feeling the vibes off of people. And she does. She feels, she says she feels like an oily residue even on her. It makes her feel dirty. And so a ritual bath can help you cleanse yourself of that negative energy. On a physical level, spiritual baths can draw out toxins. They can reduce swelling through the skin. They can allow your skin to absorb the conditioning ingredients that you've placed into the water. That's part of my thing. It's winter here where where we are, and my skin is just so dry. And so I've been thinking 
that I've been needing to do some baths as well, just to put oils in the baths to help my skin. Salt, which is heavily featured in a lot of uh, spiritual bath recipes, can relieve your muscle aches, your joints, that kind of thing. Um, Another physical benefit is that the warmth of the water releases those happy chemicals in your brain. Rind would know the scientific term of that and endorphins, I think. But that warm, cozy feeling when you're in that bath can help give you that comfort feeling. Um, There are days that I feel just drained and cold, like down to my bones cold. And a bath is one way to bring warmth, not just physically, but mentally back into my world. I, I love a good bath. So basically, a spiritual bath can help you achieve pretty much anything as long as you set your uh, intentions before you even start prepping the area, which there, there is a way there. It's, it's more than just I'm running a bathwater, stepping into the bathwater. There's more that goes into a ritual bath than that. Did you know that? There are apparently times when you should not take a ritual bath. Energy therapist Lydia Fred Frederico might tell you to avoid six o'clock and 12 o'clock just to be safe. In fact, she says you shouldn't even begin preparing bath water between 5.30 and 6.30 and 11.30 and 12.30, and that's both a.m. and p.m. So I found that to be, I didn't have any idea about that. We often say, we we often talk about the lunar cycle. I mean, it affects everything for us as witches, for sure. And the same would go to doing a ritual bath. You can take a monthly bath. I mean, I'm not saying you only bathe once a month, (laughs) but you can do a ritual bath once a month to make it uh, special. Or you could have baths throughout the whole entire phase of the lunar calendar. Like the new moon, as we did a whole episode on moon magic and the times and what they mean. But just to summarize, a new moon is an ideal time to clarify your goals and your intentions to begin anew. It's, it's a time of new beginnings. So maybe every new moon, you'll have a ritual bath to prepare your body and mind for this new phase of your life, this next new beginnings uh, time that you're going to have. The first quarter symbolizes the stage of strength, determination, concentration, reevaluation, and commitment to ongoing action. The waxing gibbous would be a great time to uh, develop ideas and plans, to refine those plans, cultivate those plans before moving on to the next stage. It represents the harvest and attainment. It applies to all things that you want to have and want to develop, such as friends, materials, um, skills, that kind of thing. The full moon, the night of the full moon is perfect for a person to recharge his or her energy. This is actually the phase that can be used kind of like the white candle can be used as a substitute for any other phase. The full moon can also be used as a substitute for any other phase of the moon. The third quarter moon is when you reflect on what has been accomplished, you eliminate negative thoughts and energy in preparation for that new moon that's coming again to, to start with new beginnings. Um, in a perfect world, it would be great if you could take a bath out of nature under the moon, but neighbors would 
probably have something to say about that. Uh, maybe you have a window that's over your tub that will allow the moon to actually shine in on your water. But I, I don't really think it's necessary for that. The moon affects us whether we're inside or outside. I just think it's a really witchy thing to be able to be outside under the moon and do this ritual. I mean, it might work in a hot tub, but you're kind of limited with a hot tub as to what you can put into the water without messing up your hot tub system. But you know, being outside in a hot tub in the middle of winter and the full moon or whatever, wouldn't that be glorious? I think that would just be perfect for a ritual, but it doesn't have to be. You can you can definitely do it inside. You know, and just as an aside, some people don't even have baths in their apartments or whatever. They might only have a shower and you can do this with a shower as well. In fact, they actually have shower, <coughs> what are they called? Shower spa, like bath bombs, but shower bombs that work. You just put it on the floor of the shower and it works the same way. And they have all kinds of different shower spas. You can look on Etsy and Amazon and whatnot uh, to, to look for what kind of herbs and things that you're looking for. So how do you take this ritual bath? Well, the first thing you need to do ahead of your spiritual bath is clean your bathroom. You don't want to have clutter or, you know, dirt that just defeats the purpose of this mentally cleansing and physically cleansing vibe that you're looking for. So put away any items that might be cluttering up on your available surfaces, put them away. Once you've done that, go ahead and clean that tub and the surfaces around them. You shouldn't have to think about how dirty your toilet is when you're trying to focus on this bath. So while you're cleaning, visualize what your goal of this particular ritual is. Concentrate and focus on that goal as you ready your space. That's going to make the energy in that space go towards what your goal is. Before filling the tub, go ahead and take a quick shower to wash off, you know, wash off any sweat that you might have worked up while you were cleaning the bathroom. And then start filling your bathtub. And while you're doing that, get yourself some wine, make yourself some tea or coffee. For me, I love the cocktails, as you know. Uh, Make yourself a cocktail. Gather all of the spiritual bath ingredients. And I'm going to go through some of those in a minute. And if you're using candles, you know, think about the candles that might match your goal, the goal of this particular ritual bath that you're going for, the colors of the candle. Is this one that you're looking for prosperity? You might want to use green candles. Um, If you're wanting to ignite passion in your life, then maybe red candles, that kind of thing. Um, Anything that means anything to you, because it's your intent that sets your ritual in motion. You can even take time to dress the candles. Like I think we've talked about that before. We did a candle magic episode, not for the patrons, but I think our our regular episode on candle magic. And you can dress the candles with herbs to enhance the intent, um, essential oils, that kind of thing. Any decor you set up should also vibe with whatever your intent is. So if your intent is grounding, I need to get grounded back into this world You might want to have earth elements in your setting, plants and wood and rocks and perhaps crystals. You can also use symbols. Uh, Choose a symbol according to your intent and draw one on the wall of your tub or on the wall above your tub. 
um, something that can be cleaned off easily afterwards. You can use bath oils, essential oils to draw this sigil. That's something that's very easy to, to mark off. We should probably do an episode on how to create your own sigils and that kind of thing. I think we'll probably do that because there's any number of ways. There's all kinds of ways out there to do that. Uh, but yeah, this symbol, you know, I always think of Supernatural where they were writing these drawing these sigils and everything all over the place for protection and that kind of thing, which would work here for our ritual bath as well. You can also do it on your shower stall wall um, if you don't have a bathtub. So just because you don't have a bathtub doesn't mean you can't do a ritual bath, so to speak. So uh, the next thing to think about is, oh, and another way you, you can put sigils on, I forgot about this, you can use soap to draw the sigils. And that's something that's easily cleaned up as well. Think about music. You know, is there a music that can help you manifest your intent? A lot of people use music to get into whatever mood they're looking for. I actually get distracted by music. So that wouldn't work for me. I get too wrapped up in the music itself to remember what I'm supposed to be doing internally. So, but for me, that won't work, but for you guys, maybe it will. Okay. So ingredients, what kind of ingredients do you want to use in your ritual bath? You can use oils, minerals, crystals, herbs. There's so much more, um, you know, I rose petals, that kind of thing. So for the minerals, salt and baking soda are usually the main ingredients that are used in a ritual bath because they're both spiritually and physically cleaning. You can add two or three handfuls to your bath water, and this will strengthen your immune system. It's going to increase your energy levels. It even is said to help relieve chronic pain. Salt is also commonly used to absorb negative energy. So that would be a wonderful thing if you're wanting to rid your body of negative energy. Baking soda is actually an ingredient that is used in bath bombs. And that's how they produce all those bubbles that you get, which is so fun and wonderful in a bath. Uh, so that would be a great addition to your bath is the baking soda. And you can consider making your own bath bombs. There's um, recipes for doing that on the internet, or you can buy them from Etsy. There are a bunch there on Etsy too. If you make your own, I think that that helps to imbue that bath bomb with whatever your intent is. So if you make a bath bomb for prosperity, say, then, you know, you're already, the bath bomb itself is already imbued with your intent and magic. Um, in addition to the green candles and whatever decor that you might have, you know, might want gold coins on the side of the tub, that kind of thing. So herbs that you can think, and a lot of this stuff, I should probably say, I'm going to post all this, but the wiccaacademy.com wonderful, wonderful article on ritual baths. Um, got a lot of my information from that. Uh, there was also the, I don't even know how to pronounce it, but I'll, I'll post, there was another bath post that she has great recipes as well. So for the herbs, roses in a spiritual bath can be used to uplift your mood and for self-perception. As we always think of roses. It's also good for love. Self-love is a thing. And that is a wonderful time to consider self-love is during your own ritual bath when you have time to yourself and to pay attention to yourself. Lavender is known for its calming effects, carnations for soothing and healing heartbreak. 
Cinnamon sticks are said to bring wealth and prosperity. So that might be one if you're doing one of those prosperity ritual baths. Sesame seeds are good for removing blockages and summoning abundance. Rice water is good for luck and abundance. Um, Rosemary for protection and courage. Turmeric for prosperity. Cloves for purification, protection, strengthening relationships. Dragon's blood for promoting courage and boosting energy. Coconut milk or oil for nourishment. I actually like sesame oil. I'd like to put sesame oil in my baths. It does wonders for my skin. I love the smell. And it's supposed to, like I said before, sesame seeds are good for removing blockages and summoning abundance. Uh, Green tea is used for its energizing effects. And wine, of course, for rejuvenation and spiritual transformation, which makes me think, you know, a sip for me, a sip for the bath, a sip for me, two sips for me, a sip for the bath, bathe in it and drink it at the same time. So using tea bags is actually a great idea to get herbs if you don't have access to herbs. There's all kinds of wonderful herbal blends of teas out there, and you can use tea bag quick and easy cleanup. That's a great idea. Or if you're worried about that mess, then use essential oils instead. Dairy and honey. Honey can help deliver the effects of the herbs that you use to your body. It's a symbol of sweetness and prosperity. It can be used to attract attract positive energy, financial abundance. A honey bath spell will make your skin feel incredibly soft and supple, which I honestly have never tried that, but I do like there's a bee shop. uh, um, Yeah, a bee shop in uh, Savannah on River Street that I have gone to before when my husband and I go down there and I always get some kind of honey products for my skin. Wonderful stuff, but I've never actually tried honey in my bath before. Goat milk is another animal product that they recommend would be good in baths. Like honey, it can soothe redness or irritation. Oh, another thing that does that is oatmeal. You know how when kids get chicken pox, which I guess they don't much anymore, but um, I've always read that if you put oatmeal in the bath, that helps relieve the dry, scratchy skin. On a spiritual level, goat milk can offer protection as well as invite good luck into your life. So I need to go and get some goat milk. And I wonder if eating goat cheese while you're in the bath would help as well. Uh, The site that I got this from is she has recipes, which I will let you go and look at yourself. She has recipes for relieving anxiety, happiness, luck, prosperity, health, love, and more. And then there was this other site that had some really cool recipes, which is the other site that I'm going to put in our notes. And she has recipes that she calls sea witch bath, swamp witch bath, forest witch bath, floral witch bath, storm witch bath, so much more. You should go and check out her website and see if there's something that might work for you. As to types of water, I started thinking about this. I'm like, well, why not use rainwater or melted snow or moon water in your bath? You could also make your own crystal water, but of course you have to look and make sure that your crystals that you're wanting to make the water with uh, can get wet because you don't want to ruin your crystals, but that's one way to charge water as well. And you can add this water to your bath water. So basically you're wanting to make this an event that is comforting to you. I actually have a towel warmer in our bathroom, which is amazing. And 
you know, nothing is better than stepping out of a bath and wrapping yourself in that warm towel. I don't normally use it because I'm too much in a hurry. I take a shower like most people do in the morning and I'm boom, boom on my way to go to work and all of that. But if you're going to make this into a ritual bath where you're manifesting whatever it is you're wanting to manifest, take the time to comfort yourself after it's over. Don't just move on. Enjoy the aura and the vibes that you've created with your ritual bath. Um, Self-care is super important. So why not mix it in with your witchcraft on a daily basis, a monthly basis, however you want to do it with these ritual baths. So go forth, y'all. Enjoy some ritual baths. And if you guys have any recipes that you use, let us know because I would love to try them too. I am open to anything. Thanks again for your support so much. I hope your day is as wonderful as you guys are. We couldn't do this without you. Love you guys, and we'll see you next time.